0: Dana Howard this week was announced for the College Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations, which got us thinking where does he rank among the greatest Illini linebackers? No better to answer that question than Lauren Tate, the 51 year beat writer who has covered a whole bunch of linebackers in his days. Guess what? Dana Howard didn't make number one. Find out who did and find out who the other stars on Lauren's top 10 Illinois linebacker list. We'll be back. After this. Hey, Jim Rosso, News Gazette Media, reminding you that at NewsGazette.com we have a ton of podcasts every week. From Brian Barnhart's Penny for your thoughts, to Scott Beatty's Hour to Elizabeth Hess, Dave Gentry talking with movers and shakers on their morning show. Head to NewsGazette.com and search for podcasts. Lauren Tate, welcome back from a long holiday break. I missed you.
1: <laughs> well, I've been around. <laughs> We've been doing things. Had a good Monday with uh, Brian Barnhart on the quarterback show all right first one with Brian
0: saw the championship game later that night
1: yep I did I enjoyed it very much except I was pulling for Georgia
0: that happens great game uh welcome back to Tate lines unedited you thought uh Lauren Tate was gonna forget to come back after break but nope he was working out as it turns out for those two weeks and he's sharper than ever I'm told (laughs) Hey, it's a good time to come back, Lauren, because earlier uh, this week, Dana Howard, of course, was announced uh, really deserving as a college football Hall of Famer.
1: He averaged about 150 tackles for four years. That's pretty good, isn't it?
0: Not bad. And he was a good talker. He was a good tackler. He was a good leader.
1: And, and, and he was durable. So many, How many linebackers have actually played four years and you don't recall him ever being hurt? I'm sure he took his blows along the way, but uh, Dana Howard was outstanding. All right, which brings us to
0: this week's... Topic for Tate Lines on the the best, the greatest greatest? linebackers of a program that once was referred to as Linebacker U.
1: Before, yeah, I was going to say that it was once known as that. Do you know that of my top ten that we're going to go over here a little later, the only one since 1995, back back in the days of Dana Howard and and Kevin Hardy, the only one in the 22-year period can you believe this, is Jay Lehman. He made All-American in 2007, but um, the linebacking at this point is a little shaky, particularly shaky at Illinois, because two of the starters this year are no longer on the team. Uh, Trey Watson just transferred to Maryland, and, and Julian Jones is gone. Those are the two starters that started the season, played most of the season for the Illini this year. So linebacking is a concern, but historically linebacking is tremendous at the University of Illinois, and I want to clarify one other thing. Simeon Rice was not a linebacker. I don't care what you call him, he was a rush end. He always was an end. He played he rushed the the passer and why they uh, listed him as a linebacker in, in college, I'll never know, other than Lou Tepper just decided they want to call him that, so they did. But I'm not gonna call him that. He was not a linebacker. Fair enough. From linebacker U to linebacker Ooh. And the other thing I want to mention is in the in another day, in another time. In another era, a lot of fullbacks, for example, played linebacker. And you remember Ray Nitsky? He was a li- fullback at the uh, for the Illini. Now he also played some linebacker on defense. He was a good linebacker, but his he was essentially known as a running back and a fullback. So we got we have to decide, you know, how to handle that because a lot of guys in that era, and there were some good players in that era, good linebackers. But uh, for instance, Bill Burrell made All American at uh at Illinois as a listed as a guard but the reason he made all-American was cuz he was a linebacker. So we go from there. What do you all want right. what do you want to start? Well, let's
0: go uh I'm going to ask you for your top 10 linebackers okay. and maybe at the end we'll toss in some other guys that just missed the cut. But uh let's let's start with the top.
1: Well, this will be a surprise. Yeah, it will. <laughs> Dick Butkus, all right. In his day, of course, in 1960 Three and sixty-four was just the best linebacker in the land, and maybe the best football player in the land. He finished sixth and, and third in the Heisman Trophy voting. And really, it's unfair that he wasn't, that he didn't win the Heisman. It's just that you can't win the Heisman as a as a linebacker, I guess, huh? Was he nice to you, Lauren? Uh, he was. Mm, I wouldn't say nice. I don't think he was nice to the media. He. He's been more friendly in recent years. But in those days, he was hard to get to. He, he was tough. He was not a friendly guy. Mm-hmm. He, he, his, the tenacity with which he played the game on the field carried over into the uh, locker room, so to speak, or, or, or into the media room. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was very stern. Um, I, I just felt like it was part of his personality. And, and I, I think you see that even today to a certain extent. So that's not an act. What we see? No, but he had nine seasons with. The, well, let's first of all let's talk about Illinois because he took Illinois to the Rose Bowl, and uh, in 1964 he was uh, uh, just the player of the year in the Big Ten. He was dominant. He he was a force that uh, carried Illinois uh, through that game against Michigan State, uh, which they won to get to the Rose Bowl, and and uh, won the Rose Bowl and. He was a star all the way through, and then the next year he had another great year uh, in sixty five but um he 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 uh, when he went to to the to the pros he i think he was even better with the bears he was he was dominant for nine years now i say nine years the last couple of years he started having knee trouble and in in nineteen seventy two his next to last year he uh missed after nine games he couldn't play anymore because of the knee and then he retired a year later. So, but here's the interesting thing about Buckley. he had 22 uh, interceptions and 27 fumble recoveries, not counting all the fumbles that he caused. He created havoc when he got around the ball, and um, he was simply uh, the best line. He, he is the gold standard for linebackers mm-hmm. in America, and still is. And I think that uh, he, he he was just he's. Uh, there's a reason why they're putting a statue up. On the um, east side of the uh, stadium, in his behalf, in the next year you'll see it go up.
0: Dick Butkus, number one, number two, the star of the longest yard.
1: Ray Nitsky, huh? Ray Nitsky had a longer career than Butkus. Ray Nitsky played 15 years for Green Bay. He came out as a low round. I say low round. He wasn't a first round draft pick. He was a as a fullback for Illinois. He led Illinois in scoring and yards gained one year. um, known more and more for his offense at Illinois than he was for his defense. Uh, in fact, he was originally a quarterback. You know, he switched from quarterback to fullback. And uh, he just evolved as a linebacker. And in his uh, in his great year, it, he started out as a reserve uh, for Green Bay, and then he just evolved into the best player in, in the country uh, at the same time Butkus was playing. There were years, uh, for instance, 1966, Butkus was listed as the second team linebacker. Nitschke was the first team linebacker with AP, UPI, and NEA. So at that time, Nitschke was considered even better than Butkus. He was at five NFL titles, first two Super Bowls, um, just, just uh, a, a guy that you could block him and he'd be back on his feet like a cat. He, he, was, he, he was the leader of that team. They, now, in Green Bay, they've, they've named a bridge after him. The practice field is named after him. He's one of six uh, Green Bay players to have their number retired, or at least he was among the first six. He's just exceptional. I mean, it's amazing that one school like Illinois would have two linebackers like Butkusenitsky, and and I, I bring that. I, they are so different because... Butkus was a super superstar as a as a college player and Nitschke really evolved that way at Green Bay over time.
0: I think uh today's generations, the younger ones re- relate more to Butkus than they do Nitschke. Just
1: well, that's because the Butkus Award uh, nationally right. is is named after him and I think that that's fair, right. but uh there was a period of there was a stretch of time uh when when Nits- and Nitschke played a lot longer than Butkus. There was a stretch of time when he was considered even better than Butkus. Yeah. Both uh, went into TV and movies, how about that? Hey, number three, you have Dana Howard,
0: which uh, who you touched on already. Question for you, Lauren. Yeah, when he came out of East St. Louis, did, did you think he'd turn out so good? I thought he player? would be outstanding. He was a, a
1: terrific recruit. Well, he was just known as a – I mean, didn't see him play in high school, but he was a he was an all star. He was a superstar coming out. Illinois was very fortunate to have him. Now the the trick in this thing was, what where do you play him? Because he was he was a lineman. Uh, he was potentially a defensive guard, but he wanted to play linebacker, and he sat out that first year waiting to play because Derek Brownlow, I believe, I may have my uh, my period wrong, but I think Brownlow was was uh, maybe I'm not sure. I'm going to get off that. Any case, he did not play his freshman year, and then he played as a sophomore, and he was as good as a sophomore as he was as a fifth-year senior. Those four years, there was never, never any difference between him and, of course, the thing that you remember about him is the fact that, you know, in the Ohio State game, he he uh, predicted, or he I don't know if you say he predicted. They asked him who he thought would win. And he said Illinois, and and then he intercepted a pass late in the game, had a bunch of tackles, and and was a star of that game, and carried Illinois to that victory. And uh, three bowl teams, Illinois went to three bowls when he was here, and they were three and one against Ohio State. Think about that. Illinois was three and one against Ohio State when Dana Howard played. But he didn't have much luck in the pros. He was cut by Dallas, and he played uh, St. Louis a year, and then he was cut, and he he just didn't have much of a pro. So his career was over uh, very soon after he got out of college.
0: Great slow-pitch softball player. Was he? How about that?
1: I bet he could hit it, huh? Yeah. Uh,
0: Buckus, Nitschke, Howard, number four. Who you got?
1: Well, Derek Brownlow was a three-time All-Big Ten first-team player and he would go, he starred for John Makovic. And Makovic had good teams. As you know, we were going to bowls every year and won, won a Big Ten championship one year under Makovic. And Brownlow was the heart of the defense. He could really hit. And he was fast, he was short, stocky, but boy, could he hit. And I just, I, 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 and he had, it was kind of like uh, Dana Howard in that he had four good years. He had 483 tackles, which is just, uh, Dana Howard had 595, so that'll give you an idea how good Dana Howard was. But Derek Brown had 483, and um, he was just a hitter. I I thought he I particularly liked him uh, among the players I covered. I just thought he was terrific. Number five, you
0: got to help me with a little, Lauren, because I'm not familiar. Uh, I, I know the name, I just don't know okay, the from the Clif- content
1: from Clifton Central, just a little bit north of us up here, Bill Burrell came to Illinois and was just a sideline-to-sideline super defensive player, Big Ten MVP in 1959, fourth in Heisman Trophy voting. He is the second highest in the Heisman by any linebacker that Illinois has had, other than Butkus finished third. Burrell finished fourth. And he was on a team uh, with Bill Brown, who was also played some linebacker. But Burrell, uh, we probably... Or uh, it, it's I'm and probably have have him too low on this and, and picking him fifth. I mean he was just he was exceptional and uh, his senior year, as I say, I mean you can't be much better than Big Ten MVP and and fourth in Heisman because when the Heisman always goes to quarterbacks anyway.
0: All right, so when I'm driving to Chicago, I need some signage at, in near Clifton. By the
1: way. way, Burrell Field is where they play football at Clifton Central. It's Bill Burrell Field. All right, so
0: there is signage. It's just to the right when I'm driving north on 57. Yeah, it's on the right-hand side. Right. And
1: by the way, he went to Canada and played football. He didn't play okay. in the U.S. He played in the NFL. He played in Canada.
0: Butkus, Nitschke, Howard, Brownlow, Burrell. Number six,
1: Lorne. Number six is Kevin Hardy. He was also winner of the Butkus Award, which is the same award that Dana Howard won the year before. This is 1995. But the thing that always Im- Im- impressed me about Hardy, he played outside linebacker and he and Simeon Rice would would uh, blitz from opposite sides and they were terrific at going after the quarterback. They were really, really good at and they met at the quarterback a lot of times, Rice coming from his defensive end position, and on occasion, Hardy would blitz from his linebacker position. But Hardy played uh, a lot of pro He played six years for Jacksonville in, 90, in 98, which was three years after he got out. He had 110 tackles for Jacksonville. He also played in Dallas and Cincinnati two years. So he had a nine-year uh, career in the NFL, and he's just an exceptional athlete. Indiana guy, right? By the way, he's an Indiana guy who Mm -hmm. played with Calbert Cheney at Evansville. I'm going to say bossy, but it might not be. One of the Evansville schools, he was a star basketball player, and and, uh, Illinois was able to recruit him out of there with the help, I think, of uh, Scott Studwell, who we're going to run across here pretty soon.
0: We're going to run across him right now. Okay. He's a guy who I equate to NFL administration more than anything.
1: Well, that's right. And... Scott was about a 260-pound tackle when he was a sophomore, and he reduced all the way back down to about 215 or 220, and he became a linebacker. In his last two years at Illinois, he was just sensational. In 1976, he had 177 tackles. Uh, that I guess uh, that was actually at, at Minnesota. But he had 14 years playing linebacker for Minnesota, and everybody considered him undersized. But he had two great years for Illinois at linebacker, and then 14 years at Minnesota, and uh, in, in in 1981 he had 230 tackles. Uh, really good guy. Uh, one of you know one of the guys, you, and I could always count on to talk to uh, even all through the years. He's been a good friend and uh, just an exceptional uh, linebacker out of Evansville. That uh, that just I can't say enough for him and uh, how hard he played and how well he played. Uh, uh, despite the fact that he wasn't as big as some of the other linebackers.
0: Still comes back in his role with the Vikings. Yeah, you know, he still,
1: he still right. see him on campus from down time to yeah.
0: time. Number eight, you've mentioned uh, mm-hmm. the 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 last player to make, th- not the last player on this list, but the most The last recent. player on my list. Yeah, <laughs> how about that?
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, Jay Layman was in 2007. We know what a good year they had. They went to the Rose Bowl that year, beat number one Ohio State. Uh, he was a consensus All-American with 407 tackles uh, in his career at Illinois, and he was another guy who was, you know, obviously played right here in Champaign, and and uh, he evolved slowly. I mean, he wasn't a great player when he was a freshman and sophomore, but he he just got better and better, and then as a senior, he just seemed to have a knack to react to, to situations. He 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 read plays. He was smart. He was a really good. Uh, aggressive player who seemed to know uh he learned uh, how to play the position and and uh i think he deserved his uh, consensus all american uh, rating
0: still remember the day he signed with illinois over at Champaign central yeah yeah who knew he'd turn out to be such a i remember a game that he,
1: i remember a game he played late in his high school career, and I was there and he he did he intercepted the ball he uh scored a touchdown he uh, he he got a fumble recovery he blocked a kick <laughs> i mean he did everything possible on the field you know he was that kind of versatile guy and now he's a terrific spokesman for the uh for the Big mm-hmm. 10 for the Big 10 Doing network good
0: work on tv these days yep. uh number 9 you got to help me out the, with this one don hansen
1: don hansen played uh, alongside uh butkus uh he was from I think he was from Evansville. I may be wrong on that, but he played 12 years in the NFL. He was a terrific uh, college linebacker overlooked because he was alongside Butkus. That, that was the only problem, you know. People just didn't realize how good he was. And uh, you weren't going to have another guy like that and, uh, coming up right after this John Hollasek, but Hansen uh he he went to uh, Minnesota. He was outstanding there and in, in the pros and and also later at Atlanta. And uh, just a guy that has been overlooked uh, but was a terrific linebacker both in in college and and in in the pros. And I mentioned John Holosek. He's a number 10, and that's a shame to have him that low. Uh, He had uh, 436 tackles through 1994 at Illinois. He played alongside, uh, and uh, and again, he played in the same. It was the H boys, Hardy, Howard, and Holosek. And... uh, he he was uh, he was with the uh, with the Bills and in, uh, in uh, up to 2000 and uh, through 2002 at Atlanta he had a very good uh, pro career and was just uh, ultimately he got another one of these guys in the pros he just got better and better didn't play much the first year played a lot and then he became a star and it was star for several years in the NFL and and uh, now he's a heck of a high school coach in fact I remember last year. He was on a list of uh, what a half a dozen a uh, half a dozen coaches who were considered for the national coach of the high school, coach of the year. Wasn't Here's he? Here's my question for you, yeah. then, Lauren.
0: Okay. How long to, until he becomes a candidate at the
1: college level? Oh, he's been a candidate. He's turned it down. He wants. He, I, he just won't do it. Illinois has tried to get him. I'm sure. I've told. I've been told that. I just don't think he wants to go into. I think he's happy what he's doing. Uh, really, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna come into the college ranks.
0: All right, yeah yes. for helping me out this week, Lauren, I'm going to give you a little bonus. I'll let you have 10A 10B, well, ten A and ten B. Well, ten know there's so many players.
1: Well, that's right. And and uh, John Gillen and John Sullivan were terrific linebackers for Illinois. But you know what their problem was? Gillen had four years. He played regular. He had nine wins. That's nine. That's mm. two plus per year, right. <laughs> and that I just. I know what you're talking about. And <laughs> so, they made a lot of tackles for bad teams. Now maybe I'm ranking them too low, but I can't put Gillen uh, and Sullivan ahead of people like Holosek and Layman that that won uh, championships mm. or won huge games or beat Ohio State, that sort of thing. Bill Burrell, uh, Scott Studwell, those guys are just they're way up there and. And Gillen and Sullivan was, was uh, had a 501 tackles at Illinois. He played for he played for Molar. You know what the Molar years were like. Yep. And then I had a, a, a I had a bunch of names, you know, that I just threw down because. Uh, so so the, uh,
0: these are the guys we're going to call you angry. Yeah, these are the guys went. that should be mad at me. Yes. Okay. Well Martez,
1: Martez Wilson was a pretty good linebacker. Yes, you he You know, was. and it was it was I say that he was the highest ranked. High school recruit linebacker that Illinois has had in the last 20 years. Uh, certainly more highly regarded than Lehman, but uh, Lehman was a better player. You have Britt Miller from Decatur, who was a very good player. I tell you, Terry Mar- Miller from Arcola had a, a career uh, in, in the pros with the Lions and the Cardinals. Terry Miller was outstanding. Jack Squirek was the star of a star of, of a Super Bowl game. You might remember that. I think uh they beat Washington uh Joe Theismann threw an interception right before halftime he returned yep. it for a touchdown and and uh the Raiders won the uh the, the Super Bowl
0: cover of Sports Illustrated he made. Yeah,
1: that's right. Tom Hickson 74 was all Big 10, but I'm going to tell you about one other guy. Kay. The first guy to make all American as a linebacker, first ever, was a guy that Ray Elliott made famous by saying "Send the Michi at me." there's poor little old Chuck Borio standing out there saying, send Amici at me on the two-yard line. And Amici would run, and, of course, Amici won the Heisman the next year. But uh, Chuck Borio was uh, was an uh, an All-American player for Illinois in 1951 when Illinois won the Big Ten and won the, Ro- and won the Rose Bowl. So a good friend of mine, by the way. I knew him really well. He and I went to school together and played a lot of cards with him. Danny Clark was another good one, and then I'll throw one more name out. Ruck Steger in 1947 was an All-Big Ten player. He was an All-American, listed as an All-American, played linebacker and fullback. Better known as a fullback, but he played a lot of linebacker.
0: As always, Lauren, I've enjoyed your trip down memory lane. How long is it going to take for Illinois to get another player on this list?
1: Oh, boy, we don't have anybody close, Mm -hmm. not at linebacker. I mean, they're starting over at linebacker. And I told you that Trey Watson and Julia Jones are gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Phillips will be good. Uh, but I think that uh, Levy wants to wants to put some new names in there. And I don't know who it's going to be. I suppose Hanson that got hurt in, in the fall uh, drills will be back and probably start at middle linebacker. Phillips will probably start on the outside or, or at one of the inside spots. Uh, but they're thin at linebacker, and they really need help there because they don't have any star linebackers coming in yet. All right, if you ever uh, have a beef with Lauren, uh, email him, ltate,
0: at news-gazette.com. Uh, check him out on WDWS three or four times a week. Or stop in the office here at 15 Main Street, and he'll he'll come out in the lobby and meet you.
1: <laughs> That's a sure. Bring part. Tate my way. Bring Tate to <laughs> me. That's
0: all you got to say. Be happy to. <laughs> all right, Lauren. We'll be back next week.
1: All right.